it's time to take off on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Helping you maximize your travel rewards, no matter your destination or budget. Now here are your hosts, Award Travel 101 Community Managers, Angie Sparks and Joseph Petrovic, to help you do extraordinary things on ordinary money. Earning points is easy, but finding award flights can be tough. Wouldn't it be amazing to get alerts when LiveFlat Business Class space opens up? Thrifty Traveler Premium does just that. Thrifty Traveler's army of flight deal analysts are searching 24-7 for flight deals so you don't have to. These deals are bookable with cash or points and miles flying in economy, business, and first-class cabins. And not only that, you can set filters to only be alerted when the flights you want are available. Never miss another incredible award deal by subscribing to Thrifty Traveler Premium. Use the promo code AT101 for $10 off your first year at thriftytraveler.com slash premium. Again, that's code AT101 for $10 off your first year. And now back to the show. And we're back for episode 18 of the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name's Joseph Petrovic, and I'm here with my fellow community manager, Angie Sparks. Hey, Angie. Hey, Joe. How's your weekend going? It's going well. Just got back, had delayed flights on on the ride home today. So today is Sunday, May 28th, and we record this. And I am going to share a little bit more about my trip here a little bit later. But before we get started here, I wanted to jump into the post of the week. So the post I saw was from Inga Casey, and you've had some experience with Inga as she's booked a number of things for you to help out with like your safari trip and more like that. But Inga is well versed in the award travel community, not just in travel agent stuff. And she booked a trip that I thought was fascinating and went to Iran for 70,000 American Advantage miles each way, flying Cutter business class. And she just had some incredible photos and it looks like it was quite an amazing trip and just sounded like it was something that even she, as well-traveled as she was, had an easier trip than it was expected. What did you think of this post? I was stunned. It certainly isn't a place that's on my radar at all, but Inga has traveled to some very interesting destinations around the world. But you're right, she is a travel agent and she does get deals. Let's be open about that. But she does, you know, use her points to do her flights. And the pictures, they were stunning. It was absolutely beautiful because, you know, you look at the news and that's kind of what you envision when you think of Iran. And no, this was like something that you would be seeing in Istanbul. It was beautiful. Yeah, I think a lot of times, sometimes we see the alerts and we, we read the news and think extreme thoughts here. But I think in general, and this was something I commented on the post, is that I think the people are good. I think in right. general, it's always right. the people are good. That's not the problem. <laughs> you can get into all kinds of debates about you know other sorts of things, but we'll stay off of that and <laughs> move on into news and enhanced offers. increased Southwest offer. They have 30% discount, which is something we've not seen before with the Southwest credit cards. No, this is a really unique offer. So they've got a, the sign-up bonus itself is for 60,000 points, which is, it's not 
what it usually is at the end of the year when you're going to try and go for the companion pass where they get up to about 80,000 points, but it's a whole lot more than the usual amount. But this 30% discount is interesting. Once you've hit the minimum spend, you get a promo code that's good on one reservation for up to eight people on a round trip ticket. And it's on both cash and award tickets. And I think you did the math on this. Yeah, if you are looking at it and saying that on a round trip ticket for you and seven other passengers, eight people in total, that's 200,000 rapid rewards points. So if you had 30% off, that's almost like another sign up bonus on this card because you'd be getting 60,000 points back. Again, this is only on one reservation. So normally we suggest making one way reservations, but in this case, if you can take advantage of the full thing, and being able to maximize this to its top potential, you're going to want to book this with a round trip because you're going to likely save a ton of points. Still don't know that it's the best offer for everybody. If it's one of those that you want the companion pass, it's definitely not, but it it could be compelling in the right situation. Absolutely. And with that, here's another one that can be compelling in the right situation. We have 30% transfer bonus to Virgin Atlantic still going on. I think we've talked about this a little bit in some of the past episodes. But with that in mind, there's a particular use that just became available recently again. There is. So, you know, Virgin has their umbrella where they've got all these different companies under the same thing. And you can transfer everybody to Virgin Atlantic. Well, now they're all under the umbrella Virgin Red. And that includes Virgin Cruises. And they have basically, I think it's a BOGO cruise for cheap. It's like 80,000 points. I don't know if it's per person or if it's 80,000 for you and a friend. I've seen two different, I've seen both the, the cash ad on the website as well as this. And these are for Mediterranean cruises. And they're not the, you can sleep when you're dead kind of itineraries. They're really nice going to unique, interesting ports. And I looked into it. Unfortunately, it's only for June and July and you have to book it, you know, right away. But here's an example of how to, why you should be listening to the group and finding out about these things that to be able to jump on this and book it before they're all sold out or then you miss out on it. I tried to look really hard to see if there was a way we could do it. And I even, you know, dropped it in front of P2 and he was like, that's great. But then we have to go to Europe and we'll be gone for a long time. And I don't want to do that right now. So not happening. Yeah. So effectively with that 30% transfer, it means that you'd need just 62,000 points to make this happen. And the cool thing about this, and you can read more on the award wallet blog, this is for two people on points. So I don't know about the cash side of this thing, how that works, but if you're using reward points to book this, it is covering two passengers. And it covers, I think your gratuities, there's no taxes and fees. It's a deal. It's a screaming deal. That's a pretty incredible deal for those who want to take advantage of that. I would definitely recommend checking out the post. We'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check out this post on Award Wallet. And we'll move on to a post that I wrote and put together one of my fastest posts ever. (laughs) Got turned around, but Frontier has a an opportunity for everyone to get status. I mean, everyone in the award travel community should certainly be able to get status with this. And the question is, should they get status? So 
with a valid rewards credit card. And this could be something like the Chase Sapphire Preferred, a City Advantage card. I tested a couple of different cards to see what would work. And I couldn't get an ink to work, but the City Business Advantage would go through. The Sapphire Preferred went through. I tried, tried three or four different cards in my portfolio, but that will be able to get you silver status on Frontier, which gives you some bag and seat fee that will be covered. And But it, if you got in early, you can get it for $80. But the problem is it only gives you like five-ish months worth of status. Mm -hmm. And you have to then meet a tier qualification. So you have to have earned so many tier points in a short span of time or within that span of time to continue on. So $80 to start after the first 2,000 members have signed up for that, then it go, the price goes up to $199. Oh, and geez. If you want to bypass that altogether, you can buy it outright for $499. Oh, <laughs> so Angie, should anyone do this? Well, I'm going to be passing on that one. Thanks for the <laughs> offer, though. I think if you could get it for $80 and you're going to fly Frontier, sure, give it a try. I will have to say, even when I heard about the $80 one, I did not jump on this, even though I have plenty of cards that would qualify. I guess a year or so ago when you could get Frontier, you know, whatever, the top tier status, I was able to get it. I don't think I've flew Frontier one time, and I wasn't even able to take it and match it to something else, which was my whole goal for getting it anyway. So I don't foresee I'm going to be flying Frontier this year either. So I'll, I'll be passing on that one. I don't think it's worth the $400 unless you fly them a lot and you don't want to have to do the pay for check bags and all the other nickel and dimes that they give you on that. Yeah, I'll say that for $80, even at that, I didn't jump on it. And I've jumped on them in the past. It was $99 for in 2020 and 2021. So if you could do it for $99 and you could match all the way up to their 100K tier elite status, which yeah. then gives you the whole shebang of everything, including the full refundability, then that that is worthwhile. But at $80 for their base entry level status that is going to be for a limited period of time, uh, much less period of time than is accustomed. They've normally had these for up to 12 months or so. I just don't see this being valuable to me. That just doesn't mean it's not valuable to someone else out there. Right. So moving on, we've got our trip updates and Angie, sounds like you're moving out. <laughs> So everybody's going to be so jealous of this trip that I get to take. One of the joys of living in the South are termites, and they're incredibly common. I know when I lived up North, I used to think, oh my God, you know, you had to have like a really dirty house or it was gross if you had termites. No, it's just everybody has them because we just do. And you could sit there and you could start watching the tents going up and down the street going, oh, it's coming. I just know it. So sure enough, my regular bug guy was here, you know, spraying and he found signs that we had an active termite swarm had come through. And luckily we have a warranty. We bite, pay the, you know, pay for that every year. So we're not having to, I'm, I'm not shelling out for another sign up bonus on this thing because <laughs> it is not cheap, but it's a pain to deal with because you have to pack up all your food and your alcohol and your medicine and you know, everything everything that you could possibly ever consume and put in your body has to be put in these bags and taped up. 
and you have to leave your house and anything that lives has to be out of the house. So we're sending our dog over to a friend of ours and we're going to go to the beach for the weekend instead. I've got some free night certificates that a word wallet keeps reminding me are about to expire. So I'm going to take one of those and use it for one night and then use points for the second. And we're going to go over to Clearwater Beach and just just relax because there's nothing I can do about it. It's just part of living in Florida. That's my big exciting trip that I've got. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> well, since we last recorded, I've logged two trips. And uh, last week, I ended up going down to Atlanta. I've talked about this in past podcast episodes, but I went down to visit my brother. We went down to the Buckhead Theater, and he wanted to show me all of the different Asian foods. So I consumed Vietnamese, Chinese, and Korean all in a span of about 24 hours. So oh my. needless to say, my stomach was going a little crazy after all the eating we did, because not only was it different foods that I'm accustomed to eating normally, that it was also a lot of food. And I've <laughs> been really working on keeping those pounds off and cutting back. You know, he was just felt like he had to stuff me with all this food. Then we went and saw a Japanese girl rock band at the Buckhead Theater that he's interested in. And we are able to accomplish those things. Like I used Delta Sky Miles to get down there. I used my Priority Pass Lounge restaurant at Cleveland for, I think it was breakfast or lunch, some, something around that time when I got to the airport. I had a premium suite booked entirely on points that we had a little bit of a service issue with because we got there and the suite that I had booked straight into was not the suite that I ended up going to. And there was a uh -oh. little bit of a communication issue on that, but they ended up, in my opinion, making it right. I threw this out into the award travel 201 community and asked them what they would do if something were to happen like that. And everybody had kind of different ideas, but they ended up comping me some credits. So in addition to refunding my points in entirety for that one night where I was not in that premium suite, they gave me all 18,000 points back. And then they gave us a hundred dollar credit to spend on property as well. So oh, that's I nice. say they did right by us. It wasn't what I was hoping for, but then again, you know, our flight back, I, another credit card perk, you know, I ended up flying Southwest and I have no Southwest status. So I booked exactly at that 24 hour mark out as we were, as I was checking in and I was shocked to see C14 come up on wow. my, my pass. That's like, I'm normally like late A or early, maybe even mm -hmm. mid B, but I've never been C14 before. And that's where having that priority or performance business card or the priority card. I don't yeah, have it's the priority one, personal card, yeah. but I have the performance business card has upgraded boardings. And the awesome thing about that now is that you can do that in the app or online. So you don't have to wait till you get to the desk. And that was one of the things that was always negative about that because you'd get to the desk or to the gate and they'd be sold out. You were, right. you weren't, if you weren't the first person there. And now being able to do that in app, I just said, okay, yeah, I don't want to be C14. I want my Southwest first class seat in row 16 <laughs> on that 737, 800. And I understand the max eights also have those. So the 
I call it the Southwest first class seat. I it think is. you you flew yep. the Southwest first class seat, and basically there is an aisle where there is no seat in front of you, so you can kind of stretch out and get all the leg room you want. Leg room for days. It's awesome. <laughs> so that was my trip to Atlanta. It was a lot of fun. I got to spend time with my brother and sister-in-law. We got to, you know, enjoy that our time there, enjoy everything, do things on points and miles that I wouldn't have been able to do, at least not in that manner. And of course, I just came home this evening from Chicago. I, I did a quick night with my wife. We did our date night out to Chicago for at the Thompson Hotel, and we were not upgraded. We got air conditioner views, but you know we were hardly <laughs> in the room. So for a change, I didn't mind. And the breakfast was astounding. You know, I am globalist, and so they there are a couple of perks that we all enjoy from having status and the free breakfast. I, I'd have to say this was somewhere between a hundred, hundred and fifty dollar breakfast. Holy that, cow! I mean, what we ate and. We brought amazing pastries. I mean, fresh baked everything in their pastry. You have to check out their pastry menu if you're going to stop in at the Thompson Chicago. Went out for a concert for a freestyle rapper that I enjoy. I found on YouTube named Harry Mack. That, that place was lit at the House of Blues. Had such a great time. Brought my wife who was not looking forward to it. And she walked away and like, this guy's got to be a genius. Just the oh, way. Oh, really? Like, I mean, 90 minute set of him completely freestyling rap, rap verses in, you know, all kinds of different rhythms. It was just, it was astonishing. If you like rap music, check out Harry Mack. Incredible stuff he does. And that concert, I don't know if I'll put it up in the group. I might put it up on my personal page because there's a few profanities in it. You know, I've never heard those words. Oh no. <laughs> he came in like his his intro, like a lot of people, you know, you have this intro music coming in. He comes in through the audience in the back. Like he came right through where I was at because I was like, I am not standing up waiting an hour and a half in line like I did with my brother, that he really wanted to be there to get up front. It's like I want to be in the back so I can be the last one in and first one out when the thing <laughs> lets out as much as I like him. But I mean, he came right through freestyled about people's shirts, their whatever they were wearing, what's going on in the crowd. It was just incredible to watch. And again, that was something that, you know, for 50 bucks out of pocket for flights, I used the United Travel Bank for us to get there and back. And I did put a couple dollars on the Chase Sapphire Reserve just in case anything went wrong. So I yep. put the same $5.60 as if I would have paid the taxes and fees on an award flight. But it did make more sense for us to use Travel Bank to cover our flights out there and back. And there are some ways you can load that using your credit card rewards from Amex. And of course, then, you know, we were able to be upgraded on our flight home because as a 1K, which I did a status challenge and I talked a little bit about in the War Travel 101 community back in September, I did a status challenge. I completed the status challenge for United 1K status and it finally paid off a little bit and returned both first class upgrades for my wife and me home. So we flew back comfortably. There are a lot of nice little perks that I like about 1K, but I don't think I'll be spending all the money that's required, which we'll get into in our main feature to retain that status. Angie, 
What bonuses did we get this week? Nothing new. Still working on the same cards, the City AA card and the, gosh, the Chase Inc. Unlimited card. Although I did discover a nifty little thing. I got my statement for my Unlimited. I still get paper statements, which actually comes in really handy when my husband's doing taxes and he comes in and asks me to go find something. I don't have to go try and hunt online, find it. But there was this weird little blurb on the back that I hadn't really paid attention to before. And I called him. I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, well, you have a 0% APR for the first year. I never carry a balance. And I never would carry a balance on a personal card because that's going to report to credit bureaus. But it's a business card. Hey, I've had a lot of major expenses lately. So if I can borrow Chase's money for a little while and not have to pay any interest on this, I think I'm going to do that. The guy's like, remember, just make certain you make your you know minimum payment due every month. So I went straight into my online account and I changed it from pay off the statement balance automatically to just pay that minimum statement. So kind of tickled about that. I know that's something that a lot of people have shared in the comments of every time we talk about the ink cards. I think the Ink Cash has that feature as well. So you can do that on the Ink Cash or the Ink Unlimited. And they have that 0% transfer. Or it's, is it transfer or is it charge? Now it's on purchases. It's it's a 0% interest on, on charges for the first year. That's part of my sign-up bonus. Right. Now, they didn't give me a huge credit limit, mind you. So it's not like I'm going to go out and furnish my house or anything like that. And I will actually have to pay down some of it to be able to hit the minimum spend. But it's it's a little bit breathing room. Yeah, no, if you can invest or do something where that money returns something much more. I mean, there are a lot of people who make money off of these things where they're doing that. You just want to make sure it doesn't put you in a position where you're losing money. So if you could invest in a stable asset or something that is generating a solid return, many banks have solid four and a half to 6% interest rates right now. So you can grow that money on, on 0% interest. And that would be a neat little feature there. Yeah. So what cards have you gotten? So I have a little grump to air. Like I had Uh planned on having my Amex business gold wrapped up and starting, you know, my plans on the next card. And I went to pay a big travel purchase. So I have a trip booked to Croatia that shortly after this episode airs, I will be getting ready to take off and fly to. And we booked a whole ton of tours, ground tours to see all the sites that we're going to see in Croatia. And I had expected to use that card to basically knock out the rest of my minimum spend. And the agency didn't take Amex. So I'm stuck still covering this. As I mentioned the last time, if at the very minimum, my thought was, is I'm going to knock out quarterly taxes. And I guess what I'm going to have to do is overpay my quarterly taxes this time and I'll make up for it next time. And I'm fortunate enough to be in a position that I can afford to do that. Right. But it was just, I was not planning on paying quite as much in taxes as I'm going (laughs) to have to come June 1st. So I ended up putting that on a single point earning American card, which is what frustrated me even more because I had no new cards because I wasn't Uh... anticipating having that spend knocked out on that. And so I could have used that spend to knock out a new bonus on a new card and mm-hmm. I had no new cards. So boo. Yeah, that's the second time because you couldn't get your daughter's braces paid for with Amex either. So 
yeah. Amex, this hasn't been good for you. Yeah, it's not working out the way I planned, but you know, that's what happens. Things happen and you have to have backup plans for making sure these things end up being resolved. Highlight main event feature. I'm going to let you cover a lot of this because this is something that is not, you're more into the airline side of things <laughs> and I'm more into some of the hotel side of things. Cards that you want to get to help you get status. So we, there are a lot of different programs that we're going to talk about here today. We're going to talk about some of the most discussed airline and hotel programs in the Award Travel 101 community. We're going to talk some ways that you can generate status through maybe spend on the card or maybe just having the card. And that doesn't even get into rental cars, which I'll touch on real quick here at the start, because you can actually status challenge your way into these or status match even into these just by having status in one of these other programs. In fact, you can have an American Express Platinum and get yourself into high-level elite status in all of the car rentals by just matching to each other. You can start off with national, which you get from American Express Platinum or Business Platinum cards. And you can take that executive elite status, that is the top-tier status from national, which the American Express Platinum and Business Platinum cards recently added a few months ago to the card feature. So you get that top-tier status with them and you can match that throughout all the others. You can also do this if you happen to have Hilton Gold or Hilton Diamond. You can do that to National and they'll give you their executive elite. And again, you can match it through Hertz. You can match it to Avis. I don't think Avis matches to their president's club anymore, but you can get sixth. Uh, you can do a lot of these and get your best credit card, you know, best status out of those, which generally gives you ability to walk out to the lot, pick your best car, skip the lines and do all that fun stuff that saves you tons of time. Let me ask you a question on that real fast. Sure. So we talked about auto slash before on here is mm -hmm. like one of my favorite tools to use to track car rentals. How do you use auto slash in conjunction with your car rental status? I know like, let's say with Hertz, I can go ahead if I finally end up, you know, having Hertz be my company that I'm going to be renting with, uh -huh. I can go in and I can put my number in with national, with the executive aisle and all that stuff. If you end up, how does that work? So you can actually put it into the reservation, either place you can generally auto slash has a thing and they do their bookings. And I'm going to call them their postpaid bookings because there's a feature to pay auto slash upfront. That is not the feature that you want to choose with no. this. You want to choose the postpaid booking option. And there's generally a place in booking.com to add your loyalty number. And then that just ties into it and it'll automatically tie your status. I've done it a ton of times through auto slash where you're able to add that Hertz president circle number. And in my case, it's president circle. And then you just go out, pick up the car from the lot, drive it up to the checkout and they check your credit card driver's license and off you go. If you don't have that added, I believe you can also add it into the reservation afterwards. I feel like I did that once before, but it has been a little while since I've done that. So I can't verify that for sure. Okay. Discussing airlines and hotel programs. 
And I'm going to start out with American Airlines. And of course, many folks in the community like American Airlines for their new loyalty point system. They have six City cards and five Barclays cards, which can help you earn loyalty points. Of course, that's not the only way, but they have tiers that you can earn at 40,000. You can start out with gold status, can get platinum status at 75,000 loyalty points. At 125,000, you get platinum pro, and then 200,000 is top tier executive platinum status. And of course, there are new little perks starting this year, which was March 1st. Effective March 1st, you can get in between awards where you can increase the amount of loyalty points earned and where the bulk of people are going to earn their loyalty points is through partners, not just credit card spend. But if you do like book hotels, book AA hotels, you do simply miles, you do some of these portal offers, different things like that. Those are going to get you American airline status. So spending on those American cards using those shopping portals, using the partners, those are opportunities and your credit cards can help towards American status. So do you use the AA shopping portal instead of Rakuten? Sometimes I've done that. Last year, I made choices to actually take less points than Rakuten paid out using American Advantage shopping portal. Did that with Samsung. Samsung had some 6X offers on the new phones. And I think they had 9, 10, and 12x offers when I was looking. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. So it could have been up to double the amount of points through Rakuten, which of course can turn into American Express mm -hmm. membership rewards. Of course, the status, you have to weigh that and what that's worth. If Is it worth giving that up? And pretty much, I have to say that American has been better for me than United. I have American Executive Platinum and United 1K status, which are more or less on equal terms as far as those two airlines are concerned. And I've had a lot better success in having upgrades on American. In fact, I've rarely not been upgraded on an American flight. And to get upgraded on award flights, which is the only way I've ever booked American, I've not booked a single cash flight <laughs> on American yet you have to have executive platinum status, which means you need 200,000 loyalty points. So wow. again, there are ways to get that using the hotel shopping portals, but that's, you know, that's one of the ways that you can get there. Of course, credit card spend can help you. Next is Delta and Delta. You have to spend $25,000 on Delta airlines to qualify for medallion diamond status, which is their top status. Or you can wipe it free by spending $250,000 on SkyMiles cards. Oh, gee, what a deal. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to do much with those 250000 Sky SkyMiles no. if you do it correctly. And I say do it correctly and follow the program terms and conditions. There are, of course, ways to kind of work around some of those things. If you know, you know. Yeah. There are not a ton of things you're going to find to be able to do 250,000 sky miles might not even get you a one-way business class to Europe. It they're just crazy. They're so crazy with the the pricing that they ask for some of their tickets. It's just But if you have it, high spend and you're you're able to you spend maybe tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars per month and you want to have delta status, then 
put $250,000 on your SkyMiles card. The other thing is that there are four consumer SkyMiles cards and three business cards. And of course, there are some benefits with, within that. You can get some discounted awards, which gives you a little extra value. And uh, that's something that someone who flies Delta frequently might consider. Of course, United is not as valuable when it comes to credit cards and being able to earn status. You can earn status with the Infinity Club card as well as the Quest. So if you have two of those, that can get you, or I say two of those, one of each of those. So you have the Club card and the Quest card. You can get 14,000, what's called Premier Qualifying Points, and those will help you towards 1K status, but they will not get you to 1K status because you need to spend $18,000 on United or earn 18,000 PQP and fly 54 segments. Oh gosh. Or spend $24,000 on airline spend. Of course, that doesn't include taxes and fees, which typically amount to anywhere between 9 and 11% for domestic travels and may be a little bit more on international travel. So we're talking at least $27,000 of spend on the airline if you want to earn that top tier status, which then again qualifies you for upgrade points and things like that. So you can't get that with a credit card, but it can help you towards that if you earn that and you are earning 500 PQP, which is for every $12,000. If you add that up, it's a lot and a lot of spend to not even get top tier status. You will not get anywhere close to what you can do with American and Delta. And I'm sure some people are sitting there thinking, oh, well, I'll just put all my spend on that credit card so that I can go ahead and, and get that status. And you know, you got to do the math. It's one of those, if you're flying that airline enough, that it's worth it to spend to get that status, you might be able to get it by actually flying that airline enough because there's a huge opportunity cost if you're putting all of your spend on this airline card that earns, you know, like what you were saying earlier, one point per dollar spent. You know, I'm I'm hashtag team free agent down here. So I wanna I want to get the most transferable points I can. And I've got an AA card now. And so maybe I'll spend, use it to get up to AA gold. I don't know. I don't know that it's worth it though to give up the other points that I could be earning elsewhere. There are times that it could be worth spending for one mile per dollar. I guess you just have to make sure that that status is going to return something of value in return because like you said, there are opportunity costs. And with that, we'll talk about another card we have in our queue, which is the Southwest Companion Pass. And you can spend your way to $135,000 or 135,000 points. You do get 10,000 if you have the card in your account. That does not mean you actually get 10,000 spendable. It's just 10,000 towards companion pass. But if you earn another 125,000 points for the year with a credit card in hand, you can earn the companion pass. And that's something that a lot of folks like to do. The cool thing about this is you can do it with sign-up bonuses. So unlike exactly. the American cards, you cannot earn loyalty points towards from sign-up bonuses. With the Southwest card, you can. And then you can take advantage of flying you and a companion 
as much as you'd like for the year that you earned that status plus one more year. Yep. It's great. I've got, I've got it. You got it. It's, it's, it's the deal that's out there. So with that, let's transition from airlines to hotels. You can start us off with Hilton. So finally, I do have some status with hotels and all of my hotel status, it comes from credit cards. So both my husband and I have Hilton Diamond status because we have each having an Aspire. He does travel not as much anymore, but some without me. So it's still beneficial for each of us to have it. And we make money on the Aspire card. If you can use the the airline incidental credit and the resort credit that comes on the card, you, you know, you make money on the card actually. So we've each got one of those and we both have Hilton Diamond status. And what the real benefit to that, you know, Hilton's not great with giving you, you know, $150 breakfast, like what you just had with Hyatt, but we don't end up paying resort fees. I think when we've stayed at some of our resorts, we do have to pay parking and they're really stingy with late checkout. You know, it's like, well, all right, we might let you stay in the room till one o'clock because you're special. <laughs> but I've always had good luck with the room being ready early. And you're earning, though, on anything you pay. There is just, it's it's kind of silly how many points per dollar spend you earn on that. So I've got that. And I know you had the surpass. Right. And, and that I, just gives you gold, right? Right. Or, and with that, I have several ways to gold is that, you know, I have consumer and business platinum cards as well. That'll give you Hilton gold status as well. And uh, the main thing for me is that if you have a Hilton honors card at all, you'll have status with Hilton. So whether it's silver, gold, or diamond status, that you need that status to be able to take advantage of the fifth night free benefit. So if you don't have status, if you're a member only status, which is almost impossible to do with Hilton, you have to stay, I think, less than 10 nights per year and not have a credit card, then you will not get a fifth night free benefit. And for those people who stay in Hilton properties or would like to stay at a lesser cost, that is a must. So you want to hear something that's kind of like almost painful to hear. You mentioned that just having the Amex Platinum card gives you Hilton Gold status. And I was at one of these meetings with my husband once and I was talking to this guy and he was ranting and raving about how he was, I'm Hilton Silver by gosh, and they should have done this for me and done that for me and blah, blah. I looked at him and said, wait a minute, didn't you say just one minute ago that you have, that you have an Amex Platinum card? And he goes, oh, of course I do. Everybody has one of those which of course not everybody does. But I said, you realize that comes with Hilton gold status, right? And he goes, <laughs> and he just looked at me like I had sprouted a second head. And he goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, like all you got to do is connect your accounts. Oh my gosh. He, he bought me a drink and he was so excited about that. <laughs> and of course it does give you a little bit better options when it comes to like the dining credit now that they do instead of the free breakfast. So if you have that, I believe you get a little extra value at certain properties for having gold or diamond status. IHG, yep. same thing. If you have one of their business or consumer cards, and I'm talking about the paid annual fee. I think there's a fee-free one that doesn't give you quite as high status. I think it gives you silver elite for the free fee-free card. Whereas you get platinum elite status with their two paid, the business or consumer cards, 
And the only difference between platinum and diamond status in those instances are whether you receive dedicated diamond support line, which I don't know how many people actually use those. And then you get Hertz, Hertz five star gold plus reward status with the diamond status, which you should be able to get again, as I mentioned, for having certain credit cards earlier, you could get better than that. So I don't see any reason to have diamond status with IHG personally, but there could be benefits if you stay frequently and having those cards will get you that. Is diamond status the one that gives you free breakfast at IHG? Because you don't get it with platinum, that's for sure. Because I know that they had like a a weird little plat- either status match or something towards the fourth quarter last year. And a lot of people got it. And I don't remember if you matched to plat- diamond or you matched to ambassador. That's right. You're you're right. You're right. It did have free free breakfast. And I'm not quite sure because I don't stay at IHGs. Yeah. So have to ask somebody who actually does. I've had three IHG stays in the last 10 years. And so I'm, I do remember that now. You are absolutely right. It does come with the free breakfast, assuming it's honored because I've been reading some posts lately that are saying that properties, they've already started devaluing that benefit and oh, properties geez. are finding workarounds to effectively do the same thing Hilton did and give people $50 bagels and coffee. <laughs> I know that my one IHG full service hotel, I did get when I had that diamond status or I did get, you know, a full breakfast, bacon and eggs and whatnot. Nothing like your $150 breakfast, but <laughs> it, it was, it was satisfactory and it was free. Yeah. With Hyatt, of course, you can get status by spending on the cards only. It doesn't make a lot of sense if you're not actually going to stay, but you need 60 elite qualifying nights. The consumer card comes with five nights and the business card comes with zero, but the business card earns 25% more elite qualifying nights for every $10,000 spent. That means they earn five elite qualifying nights for every 10,000 spent versus the consumer card which earns four for every 10,000 spent. Uh, it earns it in turn in groupings of 5,000 spend though. And so you're earning two nights for every 5,000 spend, which if you had the consumer card only means you need to spend 140,000 on the consumer card. If you had the business card only, you need to spend $120,000 in spend. And if you have the, both of the cards, you'd need just $110,000 spend. I say just 110,000 spend, but for those who can do it, you can buy your way into Hyatt Globalist status every year. And just like all these others, that status is good from the day that you earned it and the year that you earned it plus one. So in fact, Hyatt actually goes through the end of February. So if you earned it, say you spent $200,000 or you spent 120, 140, 110, whichever one it is in January of 2023, you would have status until the end of February, 2025. Wow. So that's a good solid way to do that if you had it. Marriott is the last one to round out our statuses that we'll talk about that frequently. And that is you can get 30 elite qualifying nights towards platinum status. Platinum status is where we say there's value because again, there's that free breakfast benefit. And if you have a business and consumer card, again, you get 30 nights towards 50. But if you have the Bonvoy Brilliant card, which is a pretty hefty annual fee at $650, Mm -hmm. you get that automatically. 
And if you're looking to chase top tier attainable status at 75 nights, they do have an ambassadorship, which is, again, requires a very hefty amount of spend and 100 nights. But at 75 nights, you could start off with 40 nights, again, holding the business card as well as the Bonvoy Brilliant. Well, I have both a personal and a business for Bonvoy, so I've got the 30 nights. But, you know, it's like I sat there and I did the math to see if it would make sense to actually try and do a mattress run. I think there was a promo earlier in the year, you know, where you got extra nights. And for the amount of money that I would have to pay for these mattress runs, and you can use points, but Marriott's obviously a whole lot more points than what high it would be per night. I'm like, seriously, I'll buy breakfast for those nights and I'm going to be staying there. It's not worth it. If it if it happens organically, great, because I've got a few Marriott stays coming up. But otherwise, no, I'm 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 good with gold. I was gold when we were in Cleveland at the meetup and I didn't get a free breakfast, but I've got 2 p.m. late checkout and my room was ready when I arrived and it was fine. And I I'm usually not in the room when I travel someplace. I'm there for whatever it is I'm in the city for. So with that, let's talk about what you didn't know. And our feature today is just something about, it's really an easy, basic tip using a card that holds an annual fee. I found this out as I went to pay with the card that I didn't wasn't getting a sign-up bonus <laughs> on. But if you pay in the local currency, I was paying in Euro, and it asked me if I wanted to pay in US dollars. And when I looked at the currency exchange rates, I was getting ripped off if I paid in dollars, whereas I was able to pay in euros, not incur a transaction or foreign exchange transaction fee, and not get ripped off by paying in US dollars. So I was able to save over $200 simply by paying in euros instead of US dollars. So make sure you're paying attention to those transactions when they come up and you have to pay a foreign, foreign company, foreign billing company so that you don't end up overpaying for your goods. Well, it's the same thing even when you're actually traveling and you're in the country. They'll give you that option at the same time. Oh, would you like us to charge this in your home currency? You should always say, nope, charge me in the local currency and let the bank figure it out. But like you said, make certain that it's a card that doesn't charge the foreign transaction fees because you don't, you don't want to have to pay for that privilege. Yep. And I'll link that into the show notes, which gets to... Where can everyone find us, Angie? So for questions, you can join us in the free 94,000 plus member. I think we will be at 95,000 members by the time this episode airs, but Award Travel 101 on Facebook. And if you want to jump into some of the more intermediate and advanced strategies, our Award Travel 201 community is filled with those who want to dig into the weeds looking for more and greater value. To book time with one of our team to discuss how to better your earning and burning strategies, check out our Award Travel One-on-One consulting service. You can also email us at contactawardtravel at gmail.com. And if learning in person is your style, you can check out our next meetup in Minneapolis, which is sold out. But you can sign up on the wait list. And when people's plans change, you might be able to snag a ticket to come join us and hang out and learn cool things. And of course, support the Award Travel 101 community when applying for your next rewards card. We want to thank our sponsor, Thrifty Traveler Premium. 
for sponsoring this episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Safe travels. Bye. Bye.